Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, 2Xers, Bill Kasky back at the 2X Podcast. Today, we're going to do part two of our series on rules, tools, and attitudes of the 2X Achiever. We're going to talk about tools today and also attitudes. And there's a lot of these, but we're going to do the five tools and probably the five attitudes that I believe, uh, and I've witnessed and I've seen this in all the people that I've trained over the last, I don't know, 125 years that, uh, I really haven't been around that long, but uh, I've seen these make a huge difference. And so if you want to, you know, we talked about the 80-20 rule last time. These are part of the 20% of things that if you would embrace these and use these, I think you'll find a, a magnificent difference in the rela- in the quality of the interaction with your potential client and your client. So tools. Tools are the verbatims. They're the language. They're the words of success. So here's tool number one. What would you like to accomplish today? To which you say, geez, come on, man, I've been in sales for 22 years. I mean, I know how to ask that. Well, maybe and maybe not. I have been called upon by lots of people over the years, rarely, and I mean rarely, does anybody ask me that question as a prospect? It's a great first question. What would you like to accomplish today as a result of our meeting? Number two, tell me more about that. It's a great, it's the the psychologist's go-to declaration or question. Tell me a little bit more about that. So when you're with a potential prospect and they say, you know, uh, John, I've, I, I have been having some trouble with my other vendor. Uh, and so, yes, I'm open. I'm open to what you have today. Don't just launch into the sales pitch there. Ask the question or, or make the statement. Okay, well, I, I appreciate you telling me that. Tell, tell me a little bit more about what the problems are. Just, just give me kind of a sketch of what those are. By doing that, you're opening up the space for him or her to tell you more because in the more is where the problem is, is where the real pain is, is where the motive is. If you don't get to that by asking them to tell you more, you're not going to get to the real buying condition and criteria. So why would you want to keep that from the conversation? Well, the answer is you wouldn't. So number three, why is that a problem? If a person says to you, person meaning prospect, says to you, you know, Bill, I, uh, I'm glad you're here. I, I, over the last couple of years, I've seen a tremendous decline in our closing rate here at our company. And the reason I brought you in is because I think we've, I know we've got to do something about it. So I could, I could come back and say, well, tell me more about that. But if they say, if they start to talk about why it's, you know, what, what the issue is, I want to know why is it a problem? And to some of you are going to say, well, isn't that kind of obvious? Well, of course. If the customer says, look, our closing rate's 10%, it should be 50. If we don't get it fixed, we're going to go out of business. 
you wouldn't come back and say, well, tell me, why is that a problem? So you've got to pick your spots here. Pick the circumstance that lends itself to this question. But a lot of times people won't tell you the problem. They'll tell you the symptom of the problem. And this is a word tool that you can use to get a little deeper, get a little clearer. Number four, where are we? Oh, I love that one. This is good, especially when you don't know where the prospect is in terms of committing to fix the problem or buying. You don't know where they are in their decision process. So where are we is a good way just to, now you wouldn't just call them up. They say, hey, John Smith, there. hey, it's Bill, where are we? You have to cushion a little bit, do some preemption, uh, make make the question okay for them to answer. You might say, you know, We've had several conversations, and uh, every time we have a conversation, I feel like you you become interested and you have some problems that I really believe we can help you fix. But then I, I don't hear from you for a couple of weeks, and, and I send you a proposal, and I don't know where it is, uh, where you are in the process. So, so tell me, where are we? Now, see, that's a little different than just coming out with where are we. But I, you need, you deserve, two extras listen to this, write this down. You deserve to know where they are. If you have manipulated and coerced and you've done all the wrong things up front, don't be surprised if they refuse to answer the question. But if you've done all the right things, as we've talked about in the first 25 episodes of the 2X podcast, and you feel like you're really on the money with how you're executing the sales process, you can ask that question. You'll probably get the truth. Now, you can't be afraid of the truth. If they said, look, you know what? We decided that this is not a priority for right now. We're going to pick it up here in 30 days. Ah, you, I wouldn't fight them. I'd say, okay, well, I'm curious to know how you decided that, when you decided that, what was there about the problems, what were there about the problems you told me you had that is causing you not to want to solve them. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of intelligence and curiosity, but I just want to know where we are. Never be afraid of what the customer says or you will not ask the question. And number five, and this goes back a little bit, I should have kind of a little bit out of order here. When someone says they have a problem that they want to fix... Uh, I want to know, well, what is the impact if you decide to live with this? If you decide to do nothing, what's the impact? What's the impact on you, on your business, on your people, on your margins, on your revenue, on your customers? What's the impact? And I think we don't ask that question enough. And we're not, I'm not looking here for the impact to be huge. I'm not trying to make it bigger than it is. I'm only trying to understand what the impact of not solving the problem is. So, you know, we are in a world of consequences, and everything we do has a consequence. Sometimes those consequences are intended, sometimes they're unintended. Most of the time, they're unintended. If they decide not to fix the problem, what is the consequence of them not fixing the problem? I want to know that. You deserve to know that. So those are the five tools. I hope that helps. Now let's move to attitudes. And again, these are, these are things I hope you wrote those tools down. You're not going to use them on every call. But you will find a way, you'll find a circumstance to bring those into the discussion. I would imprint those five verbatims in your brain so that when the circumstance arises, you'll be ready. Okay, attitudes. I know you know that we believe. Wait a minute. Let me. I know you know. We believe, and I know you know this because we've talked about it on this podcast before, that attitude is really important. The the way we have, I think, commonly thought of attitude is positive or negative, upbeat, downbeat, good, bad. 
And I don't like that because I, I think it's hard to judge what our attitude is. But I do think there are some attitudes, going to give you five, that if you will adopt these, and this is, this is more of a philosophy. Uh, I talked about it here a couple episodes ago where I really think this idea of what's our philosophy in sales. And if you can adopt these, I think you will change your philosophical perspective with which you, that you bring to the market. And when you do that, I think different things show up in the market. So number one, your value is proprietary to the prospect because they cannot find you anywhere else. Can't. You're one of, uh, you're, a, you're a once in a six billion trillion phenomena. I, I, Bo Eason used to say, you're a once in a lifetime phenomena. The question is, is do you believe that? And do, does that, is that represented when you go in and talk to people? I'm not suggesting you cite those stats. Probably kind of weird, a little creepy. But you are a, an integral part of the equation. And I see sales amateurs, and yes, I'll say amateurs, that don't believe that. They believe their only value is the product they represent. And I just think that's crazy. It's wrong. You bring enormous value. I don't care if you've been with a company for a year or 30 years. You bring value by your experiences, your point of view, what you know about the product, how you've helped other people, case studies, experiences, wisdom, mistakes you've seen people make, misconceptions people... Just think about all the elements of your value. So never discount you in the equation. And I know that this 2X is going to people, a lot of younger people are listening to this, people in their 20s. Maybe it's your first or second or third job and you haven't really, you haven't really had training like this before. I fully recognize that. But you have to get to the point attitudinally where you believe that you bring just as much value to the equation and to the sales process as the product you represent. Number two, you must have the attitude that your personal income is directly proportionate to the value you bring people. Rabbi Daniel Lappin, ooh, there's a name out of nowhere. Rabbi Daniel Lappin wrote a book that I believe you should buy called Thou Shalt Prosper. And it's a, uh, he's uh, obviously Jewish, and he brings the uh, Jewish wisdom to the business world. And he says that when the Jewish folks are taught about value, they're taught about the more value you bring, the more money you make. So for us, what that means is the more problems you solve, the more money you make, the more you educate your customers on trends that are going to be facing them, which, again, is valuable, whether they buy anything from you or not. Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary v, the Gary V podcast, he owns a company called VaynerMedia. Listen to him. Listen to that podcast. In addition to the 2X podcast, of course, don't, don't give up on me. We're still here. Talks about bring value, then ask for the business. Or bring value and then ask for the appointment. So be in a constant state of bringing value because it is your income is directly proportionate to it. So if you want to 2X your income, you're making, I don't know, $120,000, and you want to go to 240, guess what? You've got to bump up the value you bring. Number three, now this is a little bit, uh, this is going to go a little bit longer than our 10-minute limit, but the universe will pay you congruent to what you're ready for. If you say to yourself, look, I want to double my business in the next year or two years, and you continue to see yourself as a $100,000 performer, let's say you're making $100,000 now, you want to get it to $200,000, if you continue to see yourself there, you're not going to get to the next level. So you've got to be ready for that. Now, how do you get ready? 
Well, you can, I think personal business plans are one way to get ready. When you start to map out how are you going to bring more value to your customers and prospects so that they in turn will ask you to work with them. That's one way to do it. But I think a lot of times we get into ruts and we get into comfort zones and we say, oh man, I really like to 2X my business. I like to 10X. You know, there's a lot of people now talking about 10Xing your business. Okay, 10Xing your business could be a stretch. And plus, I don't know if you'd be ready for that or not at least not, not right away. And you probably wouldn't be ready to do the things that are required to get there. But 2Xing is a little bit different. It's a, it's a few levels down, but you've got to really understand if your comfort zone will allow you to make twice as much money. And I know and there's a book called The Fear of Success that I read years ago, and, I, and I've been reading a lot about The Fear of Success, and I think it's a real thing, although not too many trainers and coaches will talk about it, but I think it's a huge thing. And if you're married to your current success level, which nobody says they are, but we are because that's where we are, then it's going to be hard for you to get to 2X. So start working on ways for you to get okay at that next level. Number four, here's an attitude that I think serves us well all the time. Uh, But it really served us well back uh, eight or nine years ago when the economy tanked. While the economy may be soft, there's always a preponderance of pain your prospects suffer because you are not a part of their life. There's no shortage of problems that your customer experiences in your niche, in your niche, that uh, would be fixed or helped by you being a part of their life. So I don't want you to look at the economy anymore. I don't want you to look at the marketplace. You know, I get, sometimes I get this thing, well, you know, in my market, uh, nobody buys, everybody buys on price. It's a commodity market. I don't buy that. Sorry, I don't buy that. I mean, if, you, if you've bought into that and you believe that, of course they're going to buy on price. So we, do, we shouldn't be looking at what's the budget for this. We should be asking what's the pain, what's the cost of the problem that you have for this? When you can help a customer see that they're paying a price of a million dollars a year to have this problem or over the next five years and maybe $10 million, they will find the money to fix it if, and this is a big if, but if they believe you can help them fix it. But that's, a, that's another attitude there. So that's number four. Uh, always a preponderance of pain your prospects have. Number five, finally today, never let your baggage get in the way of your client getting their problem solved. We are remodeling our office here at the Caskey World Headquarters, and uh, one of our programs is the New Rules of Selling Online. You can find it at newrulescourse.com. And uh, Travis, who does a lot of my marketing here, asked me what's the quote that we want on a placard that we're going to put up in our office, and I gave him this very one. Never let your emotional baggage get in the way of your client getting their problem solved. Your fear of calling, your fear of asking the right question, your fear of rejection, my fear of talking money, my fear of asking to see other decision makers so I can understand the perspective that the the customer has and get all sorts of different input. All those anxieties get in the way of you helping your customer. Because if you don't ask the question, you don't get to see the CEO, you don't get to find out all these things, and therefore they don't buy. So our need for approval and our need for our attachment and our need to be seen as a certain person, uh, that fear gets in the way. And if you have a need of to prove yourself or others or prove yourself to yourself or prove yourself to others, your baggage just got in the way. 
So lose that baggage if you can. I know that I know that's a lifetime. That could be a lifetime of work. But start now. Say, okay, when am I feeling fear? When am I anxious? Because wherever you're anxious, that's emotional baggage. So I hope that helps. We did tools and attitudes today. And I hope you've enjoyed this quick start for the 2X podcast. We're going to continue uh, Tuesday. We're, we will be releasing Tuesday morning. It will be a similar kind of show, probably a little bit longer because I'll have a little bit more time to prepare. We're also going to have some guest experts on. I only had one on during the run-up, the first 26, seven episodes, but we will be interviewing other guests. I've got two or three lined up that I think are really going to be good. So uh, go to the uh, Bill Caskey fan page on Facebook. Let us know how you like it. Some of the podcasts will be put up there or have been starting Tuesday. They will all be put up there, and you can comment. And I want to get some uh, get some discussion going about some of these topics. And if you want to email me, just email me at bill at billkaskey.com. And uh, let me know how you, uh, how you like these or how you don't like these, how you think we should improve them. I've really enjoyed this startup to the journey. Uh, we will talk next Tuesday. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkaskey.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.